Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. So this week, I was thinking about the topic of speed. Oh, great. Uh, if I think it's one of the defining characteristics, as I thought about it on our podcast over time, we're often talking about you know, how to go faster, how to be better, and kind of almost those two things are almost synonymous. Oh, absolutely. You know, what we should do is get rid of those pesky tests and, you know, we should just uh, <laughs> uh, stop uh, trying to do quality code and code reviews and things. We should just uh, r hack it out as fast as we can, right? Well, not, that's not what I had in mind. <laughs> but it's rather, it rather it, it think it's partially, I was thinking about it in, of our last week's topic about being, being wrong and that being okay. And that there's this element where we, everyone wants to be faster in the end, but no one wants to be wrong. But very often this idea of like, let's get started uh, is such an important part of what we help people with. Uh, and uh, there's an element I think that's a little bit different that I, I wanted to bring in, which is the sensation of moving and going fast is its own kind of feedback that builds on itself. And I, and I think what, what occurred to me was something I heard about in um, competitive sports and both, both in running and swimming, which was the importance of the, the link between form and speed. And that one of the ways that people learn to run long distance with better form is to run sprints because you can't run fast with bad form. So running fast in sprints helps people to learn the right form that they're going to use when they go run longer distances. And I was heard about a swim team. I think this is probably at Santa Clara uh, in California, where they have a, a very good swim team, or Stanford, one of those two, and they had a machine that they would uh, harness the swimmers, and it would drag them through the water <laughs> faster than they could swim. But the sensation of the water moving across them, they, they had to get their body in a very streamlined shape, and the sensation of this being dragged through the water quickly helped them learn faster. And so this idea of what of learning faster through moving faster uh, as a goal came to mind. Um, probably because, as I mentioned last week, we're at this sort of OKR planning process, and there's a certain sort of tension where people want to uh, be safe and, and go slow to make sure everything's aligned. And I'm trying to help people, you know, well, hey, how about we, how, what we can do get, to get started sooner? If we want to be faster, let's let's start sooner. So, what do you think about that? Uh, well, it's something I see in my clients all the time, and I have a recent example that comes to mind. There's a, a client who um, told me when I first turned up that, uh, oh, yes, we're working toward uh, a mechanism that will let us release multiple times a week. Right now, we can't release more than once a month, and that's a constraint on our speed. And I said, great, let's get that mechanism going. That sounds like it would really solve uh, a business problem, business problem being not getting enough feedback from customers. And uh, the engineers, with uh, a little poking and prodding, uh, said, okay, fine, we, we know how we could do that and we'll go ahead and do it. And uh, the result was um, screams and shouts from the product team. And uh, the product team saying, oh my gosh, this is too fast. We can't get this done. We can't um, keep, keep quality high. This is worse. Stop. And uh, th this might, you might think of that as a failure. You might think of that as um, uh, a negative result. You've had resistance. You've had problems. You've had um, objections and somebody's unhappy. But I reminded everyone that um, I always tell clients that I'm like a tornado. When I turn up, I'm going to really shift things around. I'm not going to kill anybody. Tornadoes are a bit more um, destructive than <laughs> I am. But I I'm certainly going to move everything around and nothing will look like where it was before. Um, and it, it will be painful. It will be um, uh, difficult. And, and the conflict 
is fruitful. And, and that's exactly what happened here because it turned out that the objection from the people on the product side was not that going faster was um, inherently bad. It was that inadvertently by introducing a new mechanism, we'd wiped out their entire test database. And so <laughs> they had Oops. no way to actually verify that the system was working as it should. And so they were properly saying, oh my God, wait, we can't check anything. Stop going so fast. And by going fast, it's almost like the swimmer being dragged through the water, by being dragged ahead, uh, we discovered that sooner. Now, the slow process they were following, um, sometimes I call it uh, ready, 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 aim, 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 fire. Um, <laughs> when, when they were doing that, they probably would have caught it on like the 17th ready. Um, right. So they would have found it, then they wouldn't have had the conflict because they would have said, oh, yeah, we have to migrate the test. Here's another month we have to spend doing this extra thing. Uh, as it turned out, it was uh, pretty easy to fix. I think they're fixing it this week, and the, the product folks will then be able to test at the speed that the engineers can produce code, which is the goal that we wanted to get to. And by going fast, by putting in place the mechanism before everyone was ready, we discovered that with conflict, but we discovered it much more uh, readily and in a way that we could fix. And I think this is what's really interesting. I love that story because... What so often happens is that we're having people do things that surface problems, and the response from the people who, as they experience it, is often like, "Oh, this is bad. We we had this problem." And in a sense, they're you know they're correct that they would have if they'd taken more time, they would have discovered it, although it would have taken much longer. And it's more comfortable for them to discover it in that process rather than experimentally. So it's an odd. I think it's kind of an oddity that people reflexively um, end up choosing the way that's slower rather than the way that's faster because it's so uncomfortable. Oh, it reduces conflict. We shouldn't be surprised, Jeffrey. People want to avoid conflict. That's why they avoid difficult conversations. I think we wrote a book about that. <laughs> that's exactly right. It's not it's not just the conflict. That, that's one part of it. That's one type of learning. But also, I think there's the, the threat of embarrassment and the, the assumption that, that, that they shouldn't be making a mistake. We shouldn't have problems. As, as opposed to believing that the problems are already there, the only question is how, how, how quickly do we discover them uh, uh, so that people are more comfortable in, in being slower, even though it's less effective, even though they say their aim is to be high performing, their aim is to be fast and effective. But in, in fact, they, they set up in a way where the, they, uh, they're, they're working against the ends that they, they claim that they want. So uh, the uh, symptom or the, the uh, action that listeners might take is to look for something that your engineering team or, or um, whole tech organization is doing that is somehow safe or avoiding conflict in this way. That's kind of the ready, 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 ready version. And uh, see if you can find a way to um, create more conflict, but productive conflict, right? So the conflict between the developers and the product people, in my example, uh, it, it is a productive one. It's, it's not one that's um, acrimonious. Um, no one's pointing fingers and saying you're terrible. No one got fired. Uh, it, it's a, a, a productive and helpful conflict, which led to much better outcomes much more quickly. And uh, the question is, can you create that? And if, if the objection is there might be conflict, then that's good. The answer is yes, sounds great. Let, let, let's Let's have that. <laughs> I think I would look for a slightly different symptom, which is related, which is people are delaying. And often they're delaying because of the conflict. Like, let's make sure we're aligned. Let's make sure we understand. Let's make sure we're on the same page. Yeah, they're seeking safety. 
they're saying, oh yeah, maybe maybe I should have an extra pair. You know, I have two parachutes. Maybe maybe I should have three. Maybe I should have four. Um, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe I should have. Uh, maybe you know, we shouldn't go too far off the ground. You know, uh, let, let's try that before before we jump out of the plane. And and it's absolutely natural, right? I would not jump out of a plane if you gave me ten parachutes, right? So <laughs> I, I, I'm absolutely empathetic. I can I can sympathize with their their plight. But um, that doesn't mean I don't push them out of the plane anyway um, with some safety nets. And it's, I think I think I want to talk about that uh, next time, which is what we mean by safety nets. What are the things that we can be doing to make it people feel safer to start sooner? I think that would be a next step. So we, we're making the claim here that if you want to go faster, go sooner, get started sooner. That will be a faster path to being faster. But we also see that people have some reasons, the logical reasons why they're why they're not doing it, which is that sort of that feels unsafe. Let's talk next time about how we can make it safe, both as as leaders, but also as as individuals, as as technologists. What are things we can do to make it safe to go sooner, to go faster? How about that? That sounds great. So if listeners are interested in in, uh, this topic, if you're um, worried about jumping out of the plane, if you're uh, having a conflict over uh, how quickly to go and whether to start and whether to ready, uh, ready, ready, or ready, fire, aim, ready, fire, aim, then you can always get in touch with us. We love uh, prompts from our listeners, and that leads to a lot of our most interesting conversations. You can get in touch uh, by going to agileconversations.com. You'll also find there lots of videos and uh, material and transcripts of the podcast and uh, information on our book and all kinds of other good stuff, So, uh, and all of it free. So have a look there. Uh, get in touch with us, Twitter, email, um, carrier pigeon, you pick it. And, of course, the other way is to come back next week when we're going to be talking about more on this exact topic when in the next episode of Troubleshooting Agile. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Carl.